I think you'd have to think a lot to think of a good habit or a life hack. <laughs> okay, saying I'm not an expert, sure. I like no, it. Can you think of a life hack right now? Give me a life hack. Yes, actually. So the other day I woke up 10 minutes before my class. <gasps> I had to get dressed, but I had been wearing sweats for mm, three days prior. And I was like, if I wear sweats one more time, I'm going to go crazy. That's dying. Because usually my go-to is like a matching sweat set. But for some reason, I felt like wearing a dress. And I just threw it on. And bro, I have never gotten so many compliments on campus just walking around. It was actually insane. I also currently, life hack, wear the color combo of green and pink life-changing i love it i feel like a holly pocket essentially what i'm getting at is if you have a couple of go-to outfits that you could just throw on like a dress super easy to throw on also color combo of pink and green i like it i like it i will definitely be trying out that color combo Polly pocket core simple but effective i really like listening to music in the shower when you live in a communal shower you can put your phone on the shelves outside of the shower however I find that kind of embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I feel anxious when I have to play my music in front of people that I don't know. I don't want to be judged. Or what if they don't like it? I know it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter, but. Whenever I have the cue, my strategy is to play songs that I know the other person likes because then they're like, wow, you have such great music taste because it's literally their music taste guaranteed good music taste. You're not doing anything wrong. You're protecting yourself and your reputation for your children's sake. Yeah, you're guaranteed to have a good music taste. Yeah, and I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm protecting myself for my reputation and my children's sake. That's how people have a good time. Yeah, you have your own music taste, but then you're not getting the crowd going. And how do you get the crowd going? You play songs that you know other people like. Oh, this is a great song. It's the month of Harry's house. Happy Harry House Month. We have a very special episode planned for you today. In this week's episode, we uncover my sleep demons, talk about the taboo subject of academic validation and why we feel like it is such a big part of our identity, introduce a new segment where we talk about the last five photos in our camera roll and chat about the importance of body language. I cannot wait for May 20th. I don't remember when this was, but I got on this kick where you looked up what does it mean when you dream about yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. dying. <laughs> I was dark. Yeah. Something like that. Well, I wish I knew more about dreams. I actually, the only fun fact that I know about dreams is that you can't make up someone in your dreams. You can't make up a person. Yeah. All of their faces are someone that you've seen in real life, whether it was someone you're passing by or someone you actually know. What types of dreams do you have? The thing is that I don't remember my dreams. I'm really bad at it. I like to lucid dream. It's actually one of my favorite things to do where (laughs) you're sleeping, but it's towards the morning time. I think you're awake, but you're also dreaming at the same time. So you have sort of some control over your dream. Oh, I love doing that. This is my No, I get this thing where it's either if I'm taking a nap, it happens, which isn't very often, or when I'm trying to fall asleep, I start dreaming, but it isn't lucid dreaming because I, but I know I'm sleeping. So I try to wake up, but I can't wake up. And then once I open my eyes, I can't move my body. 
minute. You have sleep paralysis? It goes away, though. It's not like... Wait, are you telling me you have sleep paralysis? <laughs> let me, wait, let me look up what that means. This is eye-opening. Sleep paralysis. Quinn! Quinn, you never told me this about yourself. <laughs> this is kind of a big deal. Immediately goes on Reddit. What does this mean? Yeah. Episodes okay. involve not being able to speak or move while falling asleep or upon waking. This usually lasts one or two minutes and is often frightening. Yeah, people get really scared when it happens. Okay, well, the main treatment is improved sleep habits, which I obviously don't have. I can do I can achieve it. Like, I mean, if it really came down to it, like I could probably, I would have pulled it off a couple years earlier, but no. Yeah. Let's get into the main topic of today's episode, which is academic validation. Do you feel like this is a touchy subject? Wait, I can't hear you. I haven't talked yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. So I think that this for sure can be a touchy subject for some people. It's probably especially more true for you in a higher level of education where your classes mean a lot more than they did a few years ago. Okay, that's interesting because I don't agree with that. Maybe, yes, in college, one assignment is worth way more than one assignment in high school, including like a high school final. Like a paper could be worth more than your high school final. However, it feels the same to me. That might be a only me experience. I don't know. However, like I was talking about this with a friend, how like for some reason, college for me doesn't feel as stressful as high school. You probably have a different outlook on it now that I don't have because I haven't done this. No, for sure. But can you like explain what academic validation is like in high school, maybe coming from a large public school? I think that academic validation is also a little bit caused by your parents and needing to fill the expectations of your parents. Like if I don't get an A, then. I'm dumb, you know, which I guess is actually true for me. No, I can't talk about this. I feel like we've said this at some point before. Like I, I don't want to get a B. Like I don't think a B is good. But that's actually kind of messed up when I think about it, you know, Mm -hmm. like even with senioritis, oh, the end of senior year, it doesn't matter what your grades are, but it kind of does matter to me for some reason. And it shouldn't. You know what inspires me? Fearlessness, drive. I hate lazy people. Bob, stay in school. Don't you ever be lazy. Don't you ever complain about hard work. Interesting. So you feel like you still have to maintain your grades, even though like you've committed to a college already? Not to expose you or anything. <laughs> no, I don't, committed. I'm, I'm, I'm like mad about it. It's annoying to me that I can't let it go. I've been suffering. I suffered for 19 years. It's time for me to shake my ass on a yacht. I was going to say, I feel like you're, you're more experienced on this subject than me, but I mean, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to the realization. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm just more open about academic validation because it does affect my entire mood sometimes. Like, for example, I just got a paperback minutes ago and you when you just saw my reaction to it, like I was so happy because, yeah, I, I worked on it for a long time and it meant a lot to me. Like this paper was kind of a big deal for me. Now my mood will be great all day. It's the most beautiful time of the year. 
Lights in the streets, red and silver cheer. I should be hanging in the winter snow, but I would be under the mistletoe. But like, if I had gotten even like a slightly worse grade, my mood would not be the same. And that's kind of messed up that like my mood is determined by a number. If I get a bad grade on a test during a school day, it's just this paralyzing disappointment. I can't focus in my next class or I don't put forth as much effort as I would if I'd gotten a good grade. It is messed up that we feel like we can't get below a certain standard. And I wonder where that does come from. It's probably a mixture of parents. However, I do think a lot of it is putting it on myself. Maybe that's just how I was raised, like in the context of a very competitive environment. Not sure. Some kids don't care at all about grades. There's definitely a, a myriad of factors of why certain kids aren't as affected by academic validation as others, like their environment. Maybe they're the last child. I don't know. And maybe this is something that only affects a niche part of this of students in the world, in the country. I don't know. However, it is something that I think very much does affect my mood regularly throughout the week. And it's kind of annoying because it feels like I'm constantly going through cycles of happiness and sadness. Your favorite Is that dramatic? <laughs> I don't like sharing my academic success with friends. Yeah, me neither. I know. It makes me uncomfortable. I will be turning my quiz away from you. Well, yeah. Some people call me out for that because I don't like sharing it. Only because it does just cause more anxiety for me. And they're like, well, why are you so secretive about your grades? And I'm just like, I just, <laughs> like, it's not your business. And I don't, I don't know why I'm like that. This is funny. I looked up academic validation on Google and there's this Cora Tenda Spencer from Columbia University. The, the question was like, why do people seek academic validation? Because they're insecure. Everything everyone does is out of insecurity, out of how others may view them. Overcompensation is the modus operandi among a large subset of people. Hmm. Well, I'd like to tell you something, whatever their name is. Yeah, it probably is insecurity, but like, let's, let's think a little bit more macro here. Where did I get that insecurity from? I don't want to be insecure about it. I wish my grades didn't affect my mood, but the point of academic validation is like, you feel like you have no control over how your grades are making you feel like, yeah, I want good grades because yeah, it affects my life trajectory to a certain extent. As I'm getting older, I'm realizing that tests are more of just an assessment of what I know. But at one point, like, yeah, no, they did matter. It's because they do matter so much. I'm getting heated about this, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> that makes me mad. Round of applause. You made me mad. I just hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to die by that dick. I hope you're ready to die by that dick because I'm ready to go to war for it. I'm ready to go to war. Yeah, because to a certain extent, I don't know what what place I fit in at school, in the world. I don't know. And my grades are something that like shows me how good I am. So do you feel like your academic success is part of your identity? Maybe. Sorry, but I think I'm kind of, I'm smart. Jesus Christ is with today. But that's probably because I have good grades, you know? Like if I if I wasn't good at school, I probably wouldn't say I'm smart. 
your flop era is low key serving. If you didn't have that, would you feel a sense of identity loss, like an identity crisis and you keep getting consistently poor grades on stuff? I probably would feel a little bit um, bad about myself, but when I go meet new people, it doesn't really matter if I have good grades or not. Exactly. And that's where the problem comes in is that like, yes, grades do matter at certain points in your life. And then I guess they always matter. However, in the grand scheme of things, I think we put too much value on them. Like, you know, you have this standard and then we put that extra pressure on due to other causes, which then makes it a little bit out of proportion. So then like, what about people that are not necessarily academically successful? Do you think that they also put a lot of pressure of academic validation on them? Maybe they find find validation in other places if they know they're not as successful in the academic realm. Maybe social validation is more important to them. I think maybe you can look at academic success as part of who you are. It's just how we've been raised to think about it. We put a lot of value in ourselves in our academic work. And if that is not necessarily something that you are strong in, I think it maybe initially takes a hit on you, but then over time you just like grow used to it and then have to find other things. Since the moment I knew what college was, it was all about having good grades in order to get into a good college, you know, because college is everything. It felt like we go to school because college. I always felt like my grades were just for the next step in school. It was not necessarily all like life goals college because that was always the (laughs) default in our community. It was just assumed. And there are so many other pathways in life. That's very important to acknowledge. But uh, where we grew up, that was just, you know, what you do, what's expected of you. Probably just so narrow-minded and focused on getting that transcript down. It sounds so self-absorbed. I don't know. <laughs> no, it does. It's terrible. And But I think it's like not a lot of people talk about it. And it is something that constantly races through my mind. But it's it's slightly, uh, I don't know the word, humiliating to talk about because you're realizing like, wow, I'm really self-absorbed in my grades and I shouldn't feel this way, but I can't help but feel this way. Do you think that you are toxic? No. Why not? I potentially could be, yeah. Yeah. This is weird, but and maybe it's just a me thing, but I know it's con- it's controversial, but you know, it's embarrassing to have people know that I get good grades. Why? Because like people would die to have good grades. It's kind of like, oh, she cares. She studied because people are like, oh, I didn't study for this. And I just sit there. I'm like, oh, I actually did. And that's kind of a little bit embarrassing. It's so embarrassing to be alive. It really is. And everyone looks at you and you're like, I'm looking at you too, but why are you looking at me? Sometimes though, I'll, I'll be that person. It's so I'm going to admit it. I'll be that person. That's like, I didn't study at all. When you are like, yeah, I did. Because I don't want to have someone be like, well, you studied a lot and you still got a bad grade. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that's so bad that I feel like I have to do that. A single mom who works two jobs who Welcome to our new segment called Last Five Photos. What your camera roll says about you. Let's do it. In case anybody wondered where have I been, which I don't think one person inquired. Okay, last five photos. This is my most recent photo. Me and my friend at a radio party that we went to uh, pointing to a chandelier 
with cat toys hanging from it. What's your psychoanalysis of this? I'm curious whose house this is and why they have the cat toys on there. I have no idea whose house this is. Now, this should have been a red flag. But I did end up there. However, red is my favorite color. I don't remember taking this photo. So Okay, speed round. Go through next four. So our campus looks really pretty right now with the cherry blossom trees. And my friend posted this on her story and I called her at 8 a.m. And I was like, send this to me. So that's that. This is just a screenshot taken at 12.17 a.m. of my home screen because I have the feature where if you tap the back of your phone, it takes a screenshot. This is a screenshot of a conversation in a group chat that says, someone called me out for being anti-pitch perfect. And I said, I have valid reasons for that. Wasn't long and last one is a TikTok of celebrity moments that are on my mind 24-7. Maybe I'll insert a few right now. I'm gay. Actually, I'm not. And so I even asked him, I'm like, do I look like a Muppet? Oh my gosh. He's like, absolutely not. Statistic, yep. Statistic, yep, yep. Uh, what was this award for? I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, oh. Viewer's choice. Oh my God. Y'all, thank you. What's your psychoanalysis of that? No, I, uh. It's kind of fun. Okay, your turn. I have a picture of my dog in the sun. Gordiana, how majestic. She's not like other girls. She's a cool girl. I like to take screenshots of stuff that I think would make good playlist covers. So this one says your life is a joke on a sock with a shoe. She's not like other girls. How would you describe a playlist with that photo? It's got some Kanye on it. A little bit of Mac Miller. It's all over the place, but it's like, it's pretty upbeat, I would say. I, I opened Snapchat or something and I realized that my eyebrows were literally pinned down to my face. I was so pressed. Yeah, that photo's funny. You have, to, <laughs> you have to describe this for the people because this is a podcast. I was angry. I was just disappointed. I'm going to count to 10, text my therapist, and try and have a great day. Yeah, and then I'll also send you this picture. It's my new aesthetic pill boxes. So honestly, so chic, so simplistic. Psychoanalyze your camera roll. What do you think it says no, about you? No, you're supposed to do that. Oh. Uh, I would say... I gotta be honest with you. Honestly, it's so you. She's not like other girls. She's a cool girl. All of your photos are funny. If You don't really take serious photos, classic yeah. camera photos. It's like yeah. all just jokes. Mine is a, probably more of a mix between actual i will i want to remember this you're just like oh this is going to give me a good laugh when i look back at my camera roll the story of my life, take don't necessarily know how to tell if people are affected by academic validation because it is mm, a taboo topic maybe perhaps that we're uncovering here but i think it's really easy to tell if someone's affected by a test based on their body language speaking of body language i think i've learned most of my body language cues from you. Body language is something that I've been really interested in. Actually, I've been researching it, not to go on a little tangent here, but like, let's talk about it. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a hot minute. First of all, 
there are certain body language things that I constantly pick up on. And I, I, and this sounds crazy. It sounds like I'm completely psychotic, but I do read people's body language very much because it's most of your communication is determined by body language. Do you pay attention to people's body language? Like, oh, if they're doing this, I know that they're feeling whatever. Yeah, but maybe I pay attention to the more obvious ones, like them not being into the conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. Sir? 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 Are you there? It's also a tone of voice. Some too. people are really bad about that, though. I think sometimes I'm bad at being engaged in a conversation with somebody I don't know. I will say something that I pick up on is if someone's knees are turned towards another person, it means that they're either comfortable towards that person, want to engage more, really attentive. It just shows that their attention is really towards that person. But if their knees are pointing away, then they're a little bit distant. That's a good one. Any other body language tips? Because sometimes I think a lot of people, if you don't tell them straight up something, they're never going to pick up on it. And I think body language is really important to pay attention to. Even if you know just a couple of things, that probably would really help. Um, I'm not going to get up here and bash her like everybody else, but she need a lot of psychological evaluations. What do you do with your hands when you're talking to people? I use my hands to talk. I get made fun of. What do you do with your hands? It's, it's always different because I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, they usually play with each other. <laughs> um, chow. Anyway, so <laughs> that's so weird. Oh my god. Um, out no, of here, out of I here. just, I just fiddle. Now skip to my loo. Jersey. Oh my god. Well, gonna keep writing this high of academic validation for the rest of the day. And maybe we will get more toe pictures of Harry exactly what i was thinking as always thank you so much for listening to today's episode make sure to follow us at our instagram at we are socially anxious leave us a message and let us know how you liked today's episode we love you so much hottie see you in the next episode bye come back soon boys (laughs) 